welcome to this week's episode of Honky Tonks to Stadiums. I'm Avery, and this is my dad, Jason. This is where we tell you Hello. how your favorite country stars went from small town honky tonks to sold out stadiums. Drum roll. I just, I just um, got to say, this is actually kind of cool that, you know, you're in Sacramento and I'm in uh, Curacao. Yeah. And we've got this worked out now where we can do this. Well, once you wake up, I mean, there is a time difference. It is 7.30 in the morning. And I had to drive from Oroville last night. And I didn't get home till like 10.45. Oh, my goodness. You don't know where Oroville is. Oroville is about an an hour and a half away. Oh, my goodness. In the country. Horrible. Horrible. And I was there. Oh, man. Anyway, at least you're awake now. I'm sorry. What do you do all day? Mr. Retired and lives on a Caribbean island. You know, it's a rough life, but there are certain people that choose this this kind of existence, and your mother and I are are those people. (laughs) So great. (laughs) Yeah. So who are we talking about today, Avery? Who are we talking about? Today we are talking about one of the biggest stars in country music right now, Zach Bryan. He is kind of like taking over with country music. He's also big in like Americana. Um, People keep calling him a folk artist. He's not. I'm sorry, but if you like Zach Bryan, you like country music and it's time to just accept it. People are like, people are like, I don't like country music, but I like Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan's a country artist. He sounds like a country artist. He writes why, why, songs why would they, why would like they, a country artist. Why would they call him folk music? I think the idea behind that is that he doesn't sound like a lot of mainstream country. And he's a little bit of. So he's he's not all poppy and uh, you know wearing his sunglasses. Not at night. all. I get your Eric Church joke. Okay, I get it. I just <laughs> I'm choosing not to comment on it. But you did. You commented on it, so thank you. So um. <laughs> well, he's he's very alternative. He's not mainstream, mean, and I think one of the things is he was just well, like he's. Alternative to me feels like the wrong term, but it's not because that's what he's described as. But it's just not mainstream. It's not what's played on the radio right now. And he doesn't have a lot of radio success. Is he singing like the true country like ballads and, you know, uh, country songs about country things? Or is it the dance kind of country that is real popular? Well, it's not dance country because that's not thing anymore yeah it is well it's either that or you call it pop country pop country would be the term if you're not living in an elder home right now um (laughs) i'm dance country like no pop country dude how old are you i'm almost there almost there (laughs) i think that's like one of the oldest things i've ever heard you say Dance country, okay. No, so, he's not a Zach Bryan, like so dance. Yeah, let's 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 start Zach at the Bryan. beginning. 
where, where, does, where, do, where are the origins of Zach Bryan? The origins of Zach Bryan are very interesting. And what's really great about this is I get to ask you a lot of questions because there's a lot of military stuff that I don't necessarily know that you okay. might know. I might. Zachary Lane Bryan was born on April 12, 1996 in Okinawa, Japan, where his parents, Dwayne Bryan and Annette Deanne Bryan, were both deployed. They were both in the Navy. His father, Dwayne Bryan, was a master chief in the Navy. I don't know what that means. That's like a... um... Remember right? That's like a um, chief chief petty officer. I think it's like a, 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 a staff or not staff sergeant, a platoon sergeant, E seven. Okay. Cool. I know what that means as well. But for our listeners, what does what like does an E seven or platoon sergeant do? Did it just like I'm imagining a lot of yelling. Okay, I'm sorry. It's equivalent to a, a sergeant major. So, so sergeant major is the highest rank you can attain in the army. Yeah. So, um, as a E9, so a master chief is an E9. Okay. And so basically, they're in charge of all of the enlisted. They okay. are the right hand man of whatever senior officer they serve under. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Cool. Um, so they lived. I don't know if they lived in Oak. So I've looked this up. The thing about Zach Ryan. Is there are not a lot of interviews and there is. Not as many details about his life as I would like there to be, but I did a lot of research, so I'm not positive how long they lived in Okinawa, not positive if they've lived other places overseas. However, when he was in eighth grade, the family moved to Eluga, Oklahoma, which is a one stoplight town about a hundred miles northeast of Tulsa. So I'm guessing that by the time he was in eighth grade, they were retired out of the, the Navy because there are no Navy bases in Oklahoma. I'm assuming that as well. I think <laughs> Oklahoma is an interesting place to move. That's cheap. After being in the Navy. It's cheap. Yeah, but I'm assuming like Rhode Island's cheap. That seems no, like a Navy not, place. No, not, not like Oklahoma. You can you could still get a good piece of property and a house, nice house for, you know, $100,000. Oh, what? And then if That's he was ridiculous. a master, if, if, if that was a master chief when he was born in Okinawa. Yeah. That's it's pretty much close to the end of his career anyway. Because mm-hmm. by the time you get Master Chief, I mean, be, you're E9. I mean, you've already done 20, 25 years. Right. Yeah. So he's bounced around. And that would make yeah. sense that there's not a lot of interviews if he was, uh, you know, his, his parents were military. Yeah. And when he retired and whatnot. And uh, um, so. Mm-hmm. And when he was 12, his parents got divorced okay so that was before they would have moved to oklahoma but they both lived there they both lived in aluga i'm pretty sure i'm pronouncing that right aluga i don't know i don't know i can't pronounce normal english words 
Not that that's not a normal English word, but it's not. Um, he lived with his father after the divorce. His father had full custody. His mother, Annette, struggled with alcohol, and it kind of strained the family relationships. However, he was still really close with his mom, and they had a really good, like, so he had a really good relationship with his mom, and he was really close, but he lived with his dad full time. So, I mean, right now we're starting to hit a couple of those, you know, country, you know, cliches, right? Living in Oklahoma, mom, you know, alcohol and, you know, problems. Exactly. I mean. So this is the start of him realizing he should be a country singer. I mean, okay. I'm assuming. Because you can't find I was living this life. I would be like, play? I be a country. I should be a is country singer he, right now. Is that when he started to learn to play guitar or anything? Drums or banjo, yeah. maybe? So he starts learning to play guitar in high school. Um, and he slowly starts to like write a lot of songs because he's going through a lot of stuff with his mother's addiction and having divorced parents. His dad remarries his now current wife Anna he does not have a at this point in time where we are when Zach is in high school he does not have a good relationship with his stepmother okay um and while he's in high school he's actually so this is kind of interesting because he's an alternative country artist he is often seen as a rebel in kind of like oh he's alternative is just I think of it as just not in the mainstream he uses a lot of fiddle. He writes a lot of he writes a lot about um like drugs and alcohol and kind of like you know like Nirvana. You know how Nirvana writes and Kurt Cobain and this like dark yeah. music. He's yeah. like that, but with country. Okay, so that's it's, a really good it's, way to describe that, Avery. Country, you know, the darker the darker country, yeah. the Waylon Jennings of country. Waylon <laughs> Jennings or like Towns Van Zant. Um, who like he's got songs like "Waiting Around to Die." I don't know if you know Towns Van Zant. If you don't, whoever's listening, go listen to Towns Van Zant after we're done with this episode, because it's okay. really he's really good. So it's it's pretty dark, and it's a lot about like breaking up relationships and stuff. Um, he's similar to like Jason Isbell, who is also. Uh, considered on the alternative country kind of genre as well as Tyler Childers him and Tyler Childers are also very similar I think and then he's very um unpolished so I really don't think Zach Ryan's a great singer he's not like bad to the point where you want to turn it off but it's not about his singing ability it's about his songwriting did he really so let's let's go back to the to um how he started so he, he starts writing in the high school yeah, learning for guitar. And at this time, he's listening to a lot of like the Turnpike Troubadours, um, a lot of Radiohead, what he called weird indie music. Like the whole grunge scene. And... Yeah, <laughs> grunge. I mean, a little less grunge, I would say, because grunge is it. I mean, it's still around. Born in the '90s, so yeah, it's, it's he's way born past in '96. Though. Yeah. Yeah, so it's past grunge. He's into, I don't even know. I, that's when I stopped listening to music because, you know, I was trying to train you on your country kick, so. You're doing pretty <laughs> well, I guess. He's like, so Turnpike Troubadours, he enjoyed the songwriting of Evan Flecker, who is the 
uh, lead singer of Turnpike Troubadours. He was listening to Bonnie Vare, Gregory Allen Iskov, and others. I don't know many Bonnie Vare songs. I'm a bit, I'm a bit this. I know who Bonnie Vare is because their duet with Taylor Swift. Both of them, they're pretty good. They're awesome. Okay, so, so he's he's into those. He's into these sort of alternative bands in the um, mid two thousands. Yeah, um, and then of course he's also being inspired by a lot of the classical country artists like Merle Haggard, who has is not from Oklahoma. He is actually from Bakersfield, California. Uh-huh. However, has a lot of Oklahoma roots. Waylon Jennings, um, Willie Nelson, of course, because if you're not inspired by Willie Nelson, you're not doing music correctly. This is just a fact. Right. And he's grown up in this military family, parents who were in both in the Navy. His grandfather was in the Navy. His great grandfather was in the Navy. Did he have aspirations to? So, yeah. So he decided that that's obviously what he's going to do. He comes from a family of military people. So he's going to join the Navy. Okay. Um, And when he's 17, he enlists like right in high school. Oh, and we I skipped over this. In high school, he was fairly popular. So he was a wrestler and he was the student council president. Okay. I'm assuming you have to be popular to do that. However, I do not remember the name of anyone on my student council in high school. I couldn't tell you who the president was. I don't know. I think yeah. we had an election, probably, but I doubt that I voted. Yeah. Your school, your high school is pretty big, so if you weren't paying attention, it would be easy to ignore. But this would be a small high school. Um, yeah. I'm assuming in a one stoplight town. So, so there's we're saying right around 2013 he uh he graduates 2013 2014. Well, he's 26 now. So if you do the math. He was born in 96 and you said 17, so 10 2006 plus 7 is 2013. Yeah, totally. Um I'm a music <laughs> major, so <laughs> So he graduates and so he decides to go into the navy. In yes, he enlists, and he was like really serious about it. There's one uh-huh. point, so the lead guitarist of his band, they met in high school, and he recalls that uh, they were like partying or something, and there were lights coming in, and they saw the cops, and Zach reportedly freaked out and was like, "No, I can't be arrested. I have aspirations in the military," and he was like really scared, and they're like. I- I, I remember because okay. what you wanted to do when I was in high school, same thing, red party. And, you know, when the cops showed up, you know, I'd already uh, did the pre-enlistment and I was going to the military police and knew one guy who got a, uh, a uh, minor possession conviction and uh, his aspirations for military police turned into um, general line cook pretty fast because, or par- no, parachute packing. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound exactly. fun. No. Why would you put the angry guy in charge of parachute packing, though? That feels <laughs> like a mistake. I'm a I'm little concerned than, now. I guess, I guess about as good as putting an angry guy in charge of preparing your food. <laughs> One of them's life and death, and I would prefer the angry guy spit in my food than pack my parachute. I'm just yeah, going to say this. I, I can understand his, his fears. I remember hiding a couple of times in the woods. Um, after the co- and waiting for the cops to leave. 
Those were not fun parties. <laughs> mm, I don't have any experiences of that. Yeah, well, that's good. Went to one party. It did get broken up by the cops, but they didn't care because it was in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where James Madison University is, and that is a party school. Just wow. so you know. Anyway, so, he, well, so he's, he's, he's really serious about going into the military. Yes. And there's a what lot of tension. So, well, there's a lot of tension right at this point, right? right. He enlists in the yeah. Navy. The day he ships off to boot camp, he has not spoken to his father in weeks. Him and his father have this huge fight. Zach says a few things about his stepmom. Anna. Right. And he his dad says he calls he called my wife some names and he put me on my butt, which I'm assuming means he beat me or in a fight or something, punched him. I don't know. I don't fight people. I'm innocent and a really awesome person. And so he hasn't talked to his dad before he ships out. Right. Um but when he does, he he goes into the Navy. He was a aviation ordinance man. Or, no, so he's going to put the bombs on. Okay, that's what that means. I don't know what that meant. Yeah, the guys. So they have those guys. You ever see them on the, like, uh, um, they'll show uh, guys underneath the uh, jets that are on the aircraft carrier and they're lifting and putting the missiles on, making sure the missiles are ready. Make sure there's the bullets are in the, you know, the the guns and stuff like that. Okay. Okay, I see. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So that's what he's doing at this point in time. I didn't know what that meant. Oh, I so just what, so he was in for, that he was there. Oh, um, yeah, so he, he was for like three years. So he's in there for a while, actually. He was stationed in Washington and then in Florida, and he did tours in, I'm going to say this wrong, Bahrain and Djibouti. Djibouti. That's how you pronounce it. Is it actually pronounced it? Djibouti? E-H-I Djibouti. I learned that when I was when I was working, somebody had to explain okay. it to me. Okay, Jabuti. Not Jabuti, Jibuti. Jibuti. Yeah. It feels wrong, okay. but okay. Um. So he's he's there. He's a okay. So he's assembling and repairing and loading weapons. Right. At this time. And in his downtime, he's playing a lot of music. Um, and he's starting to kind of like record some songs and play some stuff. Um, in 2016, while he's still in the military, he finds out that his mother, Deanne, has died. So this is the one that was that was strange Trump. She's an alcoholic. And she still, yes. she still lives in the same city as her dad, as his dad. Yes. And okay. he, she's still in Oklahoma. She she dies. Um, there's no official cause of death. It's kind of assumed that it has something to do with liver failure or cirrhosis of right. the liver. Um, right. 
And it obviously it I mean it Zach had a close relationship with his mother. So it takes a big toll on him. You know, he's kind of like, right. okay, this has happened. Um, and he says this is kind of where his like darkness begins. Um and it it kind of you hear it a lot in his music. It's a little bit like, okay, this horrible thing has happened that no one could imagine. This person that he loved has died because of her addiction. And right. just assumed because of a lot of things. And he's never going to fix any problems in his relationship. And he doesn't know what to do. And this is coming through in a lot of his music that he's writing and he's listening to and recording um and in 2017 he starts using his iphone and his military buddies and they're recording him playing songs on their iphones they're like recording it and they're putting it on youtube and he does a lot of cover and then he records one song called heading south and it eventually goes viral on youtube He's getting all these hits. People are like, oh, look at this guy. You know, look at this song that he wrote. That's really good. Um, is this it, is like heading south? Pre, yes, heading south. Okay. This is all about pre-TikTok, just so, like, we kind of know where things are. And it takes off in the country kind of realm. A lot of country fans are listening to it. And then he starts to get a lot of recognition from a lot of big country music publications so places like right. taste of country or whiskey riff a lot so of they're 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 finding they, they found them on youtube of all places yeah on youtube i okay. mean it's for this era i mean it's not surprising a lot of the people era of all of you know <laughs> look i know that it's all the same generation i know that but things are changing fast, okay? I live with a 13-year-old way, cousin. Way we are in, in the same the generation, <laughs> and I do not understand half the things that he says to me. <laughs> like, I'm listening to this kid, 13, he's saying these words. I'm like, this is not English. You're not speaking English to me. I don't understand right, so, so it. Back, back in the bygone era of YouTube, way, just as TikTok way is getting long up-to-date, ago. way long ago, um, in he's 2017, by, he's getting noticed he's, by uh, these country publications, you said, right? Yes. And so does so, that lead to his first sort of... It does. In 2019... Okay. But he's while still in the military, right? He's still in the he's Navy. He's still in the military at this time. So okay. this is where some stuff I don't understand. So in 2018, while he's getting you know a lot of attention, he decides he's going to record an album while he's stationed in Florida. Okay. So him and his buddies, his military buddies and some of the people he knew from home, they help him record it. They get an Airbnb, they set it up and they record this album, which he, which he names Deanne, named after his mom, Annette Deanne. And it's kind of. He self-releases it. He doesn't have a record label in August of 2019. Right. And then he plays his first show 
his first ever performance in October of 2019. Okay. So he records his album and releases it before he's ever played a show, so which how, is not how does he release does he well release known. It on YouTube or like Spotify? No, he releases or... it through Spotify and through okay. like all of the other like streaming apps. And you know, get some like CDs probably printed and stuff, and releases it through that. I mean, he's and so like that small fan base that he has through YouTube and through those songs are listening to it, right? And are like, okay, this is interesting, this is good. And at this time, this is around when TikTok is slowly starting to pick up and starting to be like the new Vine. Vine is dead. No one cares about that anymore. <laughs> dead and gone. And then he he starts to post a little bit more on social media, on his Instagram accounts, right. on his uh, Twitter accounts. I don't know if people. So I, I gotta I gotta Twitter. say. So I, I'm I'm waiting for you to tell me at what point a woman comes along and then jump starts his career because. Every other country star we've talked about in all of our previous episodes, there was a woman that was instrumental in jumpstarting their career. Yes. Yes, there so, is. And we are about to get there. Okay. All right. Moment. I want to make sure that I have, I, I guess I jumped. I wouldn't say she's jumpstarted his career, however, but well, in some ways. So 2019, he plays his first ever show. In Medford, Oregon. Okay. And this is still while he there. is. You did? I'm yeah, glad we didn't live there. <laughs> Sounds cold. Before you were born. It was before you were born. Oh. Before your sister was born. <laughs> oh, wow. Like a million years ago. Um, so this album's released. And it's at this time... He's still in the military, yet he's playing shows and he's recording an album. And he even starts to make his like op- his Ryman debut at the Ryman Auditorium. And he's okay. slowly kind of starting to build this career, but he's still in the Navy. How is that possible? This is just so straight can, me asking. So there, there's ways to do it. Um making the music on your own and doing that you can do no problem if he was going to travel somewhere he'd probably just take leave annual leave okay and then uh um he would probably just have to notify his chain of command what he was doing if he was you know um, because your career first and foremost is you know your tour of duty to uncle sam yes and then uh um but you can get uh waivers and and the the military generally supports that kind of stuff because it's a, it looks good. It makes the military look good. Hey, look, you know, we have these smart people and these talented people who, you know, volunteer to serve their country. And while they're serving their country, they're still, you know, doing their art and, do, you know, making their music. Yeah. I mean, that's why how you see a lot of uh, um, college football stars or especially that, that play for the academies. Uh-huh. They still have to do the military, but the, sometimes they get, a, they get the breaks. Um, to uh um actually uh play in the professional leagues okay interesting i did not know that so i was yeah. a little confused i was like oh okay how do you start this and then it's, it makes sense that he because he wouldn't have been able to sign another contract with the record company saying he had to do x 
Y or Z over a period of time because he already has a overarching contract, you know, requiring yes. him to serve in the military. Yes. And then, well, so he released his second album called, I'm really happy that it's called this. And I'm really happy with the spelling of it. It's called Elizabeth, but it's spelled E-L-I-S-A-E-A-T-H. Elizabeth. That's my middle name. Um, I don't know why everyone spells it with the Z. Probably because it's how it's pronounced and it makes a lot of sense. And English should, you know, spell things how they're pronounced. And maybe I would be good at spelling if that was the case. Just gonna so, say, the name but of his album Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yes. It's named after who? No one. It's just named oh, Elizabeth. Just a random name. I don't know who it's a bit named after. It's not stated who it's named after. So okay. where's the album, Deanne? He specifically says that it is named after his mother. Elizabeth is not said to be named after anyone. Okay, so where's it's, this woman who's? But it probably got him going. Well, so at this time in 2020, people are often asking him, hey, like, why aren't you on tour? What are you doing? You're like, you've released this album. Like, where, where's this long tour? There's the moment he's like, well, I'm in the military. I can't just pack up and leave everything, but I'm still able to release music, as you've kind of explained. He's and, already he's already re-enlisted at least once because he's you yeah know, he went in like 2013 it's 2020 so he's seven years so he's enlisted at least once yes so he's still in and he ends up meeting this woman named Rose so okay. Rose is also in the Navy and they meet. And eventually, so I don't know when exactly they meet, but there's this post that he made on Twitter. People are like, hey, what are you doing? You've been a little quiet lately. And he goes, oh, sorry, I've been busy, just got married. And his fans <laughs> are like. Wait, what? <laughs> um, okay. Like, just got married. Sounds good. And there's not too much known about Rose. But this is kind of where a lot of people ask a lot of questions about them. And this is something that to me has been really interesting. Because it's kind of become this thing. Where everyone's a little bit like, oh, I know all this stuff about their relationship. And I understand exactly what happens. And no, no, you do not. You don't understand what's happened and their relationship that you don't know a single thing about because I went in looking for a lot of information about oh well what happened with Rose like I was like okay because I was seeing a lot on TikTok right. after the release of his most current album where people are saying a lot of things they've both were stationed oh, hitting my microphone sorry they were both stationed in two different places but they meet at this time by the way, as of 2020, Zach is in Washington. This is where he's stationed. And they meet and they get married in July of 2020 in Colchuck Lake, Washington. And no one knows anything else. No one really knows about Rose. So, All yeah, they I gotta, know I is that 
she um she was his wife and she was in the navy and she's like posted she doesn't really post on instagram or on social media she doesn't have a big social media presence all they know is she's still she is maybe in the navy still like there's this thing like she's like oh is she still in the navy some people say she is still in the navy some people say she is no longer in the navy so but we're talking one of, all of all of three years ago three and a half years ago they get married yes he's got three and a half years ago that, he, that he's self-produced yes pushed out. and when he gets married so him and rose are both in the navy rose is then deployed to italy okay and zach is still in washington right so they're separately deployed um then in 2021 him and rose get divorced sounds like somebody cheated on somebody while they were so deployed. that's the theory is like the idea is that everyone's like oh well so this is the thing that happened. Everyone said, oh, well, I can no longer support Zach Bryan because he cheated on Rose while not, she was I didn't was say it was him. I didn't say See, it was but him. But that's the thing. Well, that's the <laughs> thing is that's what everyone's saying it is. And they're like, oh. oh, well, this is what's happened. I was like, oh, really? Okay, interesting. Why is this what we all believe? What's the theory? So I went in. I, I, was in, I haven't and been I in the military. I saw it on both sides. There's so. <laughs> zero evidence that either thing, like there's nothing stating that he cheated on Rose. There's no evidence of that. I think what they're basing this off of is a lot of his music and a lot of his writing because there's the idea that all of his writing is super honest and super true. Yes. A pro probably a big portion of it is let's just be reminded that we don't base all of our facts off of songs people write because people write songs from other points of view from things that right. didn't happen to them so, or they so twist the tooth to write a story so he gets divorced two years yep. ago he still has the two albums out yeah so he gets divorced just around this you know right before then um right before his career really takes a turning point because okay. he's already really popular these two albums while they aren't mainstream they're really popular in this kind of alternative country he's getting a little bit of name recognition he's playing at the ryman he's playing some other big venues april 10th 2021 is when he finally makes the biggest thing you can do is country music. He makes his Grand Ole Opry debut. Right. This is huge. The same time he finally signs a deal with Warner Brother Records to release his music. Okay. And then in October, on October 14th of 2021 is when he finally announces that the U.S. Navy honorably discharged him after eight years of service to pursue his music you know, his music thing yeah. and to go ahead and do a tour, which he finally sets in 2021. So this is kind of answering a question where people were like, oh, you're on tour now and you're still in the military. And he's he kind was, of like, no. He, yeah. He was, yeah. I mean, going to every time he went to go play like at the um, Ryman or the Grand Ole Opry or some honky tonk, 
could take a day off or get a pass if it's not too far. Exactly. You know, but after he, that, yeah. And from what he stated, he said he never really wanted to leave his leave the service. He still wanted to stay in the Navy. However, with you know starting a career and starting music and having to go on tour is when the military is like, okay, dude, we get that you still want to be in service, but yeah, you you can't do both. just go do your career. Like yeah. this is a decision and this is the path that you're on, which is great, but this is what you got to do. Yeah. Um, and he can't do both. Could he in theory, like, I don't know. See, I know the Army has, like, the Army Reserves. Is there, like, a Navy Reserves? Yeah, they do. But it's still, you know, I mean, you could do the tours and everything, but, I mean, you still got to do your two weeks. You got to do once a month. And uh, yeah. it becomes a challenge if you're traveling all the time, especially, you know. Um, and you really, I mean, with the pace of what was happening during that, that time frame, well, in 20, 2021, when he gets out, um, well, you're, you're still, you're right in the middle of COVID, right? Yes. First and foremost, one, and then two, uh, um, yeah, there's been a high, 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 high impact on reserves and National Guard units. And I don't know how many National, Navy National Guard, but I know there's Navy reserves, um, high impact mm -hmm. on them because they, a lot of them had been activated for long periods of time to support activities in Afghanistan and, and Iraq. And, and while Afghanistan was obviously, um, by October of 21, or yeah, or by August of 21 is when they pulled out. So yeah, the the you know the idea of going from one from active to reserves probably it's the same thing, right? You know, uh, um, you're making a commitment to the Navy for reserves at one weekend, and then if they activate you, that trumps any kind of concert tours, mm -hmm. anything like that. So if you're getting out to do tours, then you you get out. So. Okay. I'm just curious because I know Craig Morgan, this is a little off topic, but it made me think of Craig Morgan just re-enlisted in the Army Reserves. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just yeah, saying, so. you know, it's, and, and it depends on, you know, where you serve and who you serve under and, you know, how accommodating they are. Mm -hmm. So um, the other thing to it is, you know, the more well-known you get, the harder it is for you to serve in certain capacities. I mean, think about it. When Elvis Presley was drafted, yeah. everybody already knew who he was, right? Yeah. And so it was a big deal. So it's not like they could put him out on the front lines. So like uh, um, Prince Harry, you know, he fought in Afghanistan, but he had to be really low key about it because otherwise his whole unit and that base was always a massive target because of, you know, that the, the start of the idea of being able to grab, you know, a high profile individual. So, okay. yeah, I could see where the Navy is like, oh, yeah, it's great. It makes it, it in some certain cases, it makes the military look good. In others, it, you know, depending on what it is they do, could be a massive burden. Okay, interesting. I think this is one of the first time I've really, like, looked into artists and kind of heard about, first time I personally have heard about it, because I don't, I'm sure this has happened multiple times and blah, blah, blah. But kind of heard of an artist starting their career while in another kind of career. But with the military, it's different because you're in a, from my understanding, but, you're in like a contract with the military. You have to serve oh, no, this amount it's of time. Yeah, and then, contract. okay. 
Well, you know what's interesting about this guy, about Zach Bryan, is you know, his first two albums he produced and released. Yeah. He did it on, you know, whatever streaming, and he was probably making some money there. Yeah. Not tons and tons, but he's, you know, making some money. A very small amount, I will say, because he's not touring. So the problem no, but- with you have to so with making money with music nowadays because of streaming services you aren't mm-hmm. really going to make any money unless you are on a tour yeah because you have to have more people know who you are before they start to stream your music the more people who know you are the more they stream the more they stream the more you make also you make like seven cents of a dollar yeah yeah no i get it I get like it. per stream yeah so even major artists don't make anything from streaming. They make it from touring. Yeah. And it's kind of just how the music industry has changed within the last 20 years. So, so all because he, gets of, out, yeah. he, he signs with Warner Brothers Music. He's now yes. setting up a tour, starting a tour, although it's 2021. So it's towards the end of COVID, but it's still COVID's in place. Yeah. I mean, at this time. I think is when artists were well. This, so this time is when artists were slowly starting to come out. So this is when Eric Church's Gather Again tour was going on, um, and a few other tours that were small in a lot of restricted venues. So okay. venues were pretty strict about showing. I mean, when we went to Eric Church December of that year, and around this time Eric was already on tour. He, you know, we had to show our vaccine cards and a lot of stuff. And this is when a lot of arguments were starting to happen around in country music with vaccination. So, like, there was Travis Tritt, who was, he canceled a bunch of shows because he refused to. went on the award show and then killed that other uh, really famous uh, um, singer-songwriter? You know who I'm talking about, right? Charlie. uh... (laughs) I actually want to say that. This performance has not aged well because <laughs> this is the performance where Charlie Daniels was so supposedly he probably had COVID before he went on the CMA Awards and then received it. Not Char- I said Charlie Daniels, Charlie not Pride Charlie is who I meant. Charlie Pride. Charlie Pride. Charlie Pride then a few days later died of COVID. His performance that he did was with Jimmy Allen who has recently been dropped by his record label from out multiple allegations of sexual assault. So the performance did not age well within anyway, the last my, two years. So, so but, during yeah, that time, this is so during he, this time where we're slowly like, oh, let's get back into the world. COVID is over. It was not. There were new strands coming around and all this stuff. And it was slowly, but we were slowly trying to open things up again. And his tour was pretty popular at the time and he's done successfully. And then he finally, in January 25th of 2022, he releases his first major label debut, which is a triple album called American he announces that he's going to release this American Heartbreak which officially comes out May 20th 2022 this album has 34 songs wow did he what he included all the songs from uh that he no these are 34 new songs so he writes his own music right he does okay all right plays guitar he's always trying to catch up to Taylor Swift's 17 year long career 
he's like, I'm just going to do it now. Yes. And he, this is the time. So on this album is when what kind of takes his career off into a point where everyone hears of him. So he's already popular in this kind of alternative country area. People like him, but he releases this song called Something in the Orange. Okay. And this song goes viral on TikTok. And it's it's a really good song. Okay. This is it's huge. You're getting so many people who do not listen to country music who are listening to it. Because it's folksy. Because it's folksy. I mean, he does have folk <laughs> elements in it, but I think we're still so folk and country confusing get along. Using folk, folk music with, I mean, just because you can play an acoustic guitar and sing a song about that's sad doesn't make you folk. And there's or like country, but exactly. I mean, generally, if you're doing acoustic guitars and singing about stuff without a country twang, that's folk music. Exactly. <laughs> well, so there's like also like when I think of a folk artist, a really well-known one, I think of Tommy Prine or not Tommy Prine. I can't remember his name. John Prine. Tommy Prine is his son. But I think of like John Prine. That's a folk artist to me. I mean, with yeah, like some Bob of the Dylan stuff. He's Bob Dylan. Artist. Like, yeah. There's not as much twang in it. There's a lot of twang in Zach Bryan. Yeah. That's where I feel like we're getting the difference kind of mixed up in the idea. And there's, you know, you can have like a mix of both. Like, you know, Noah Kahn is an artist who is considered folk, but he's very folk pop versus just traditional folk music and so on. <laughs> anyway, there's just so many arguments going around, and I just want to yell at people that they're wrong, and you just you know, need to accept that you like country music. Is he headlining his own tour? He is. So it's a small tour at the start. So like when you, you know, you're doing your first tour, he's probably playing smaller areas. So like as a comparison for us, he's not playing Jiffy Lube Live, which is right. our one big outdoor arena. He's probably playing like um, the DC place where we saw like uh, the oh. anthem where we saw Eric Church. Right. Okay. Um, which is a smaller venue. It's still it fit like two thousand people. Big. Yeah. But a lot of these shows are selling out. Especially with, you know, this new song that's come out called Something in the Orange. People are now listening to his album. And it's around this time where he is really, you know, he's playing, he plays Red Rock Amphitheater, which is a huge deal in Colorado. It's like this gorgeous place. Right. So pretty. You've got this beautiful mountain backdrop. It's amazing. He plays that. And at this time, he records this album. So he records a live album there which is called all my homies hate Ticketmaster." <laughs> yeah that's so true. even before we all fought really hard to get taylor swift tickets well actually this is about after the time where taylor swift's thing happens where everyone struggled to get taylor swift tickets Ticketmaster right. crashed like five million times and it was a great war. This is my continuous Taylor Swift pun. Um, he releases this album, and he's kind of basically calling Ticketmaster out. The fees are too much. I don't know what service fees they're doing for their little robots. There should not be a service fee for your little robot that you're using. Right. right. 
I will forever right, so, aggressively hate Ticketmaster. So here we, here we are. Use it. Here we are. So he, he releases goes, that. He goes, he goes pretty quickly, right? So yes. he starts doing his albums in 2017. 2019 is his first album. 2019 to 2022, he's he's gone from self-produced and and self-made uh, 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 YouTube star to exactly country star. So, however, when you look at it, so this is something that the reason I really wanted to cover Zach Bryan because it's something that was being mentioned a lot is not only is you know his uh, his like career taking off and stuff, he also is not having almost any radio success. His song I mean, "Something in the Orange" has gone i think it barely cracked the top 40 uh-huh. and he's not having this radio success but he's big on tiktok he's selling out his tours he's why, why having that? this huge thing so while this is kind of a new thing that's been going on and it's something eric church brought up in an interview that got a lot of traction because this artist kind of like came out and was like you're wrong and blah 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 he was like Eric Church said, to be entirely honest, I don't think we need radio or even labels anymore because Zach Bryan was popular before he signed to a label. He eventually signed to a label and, you know, kind of was able to get his music out there a little bit more. Well, the, the, the label helps with the tour, right? So exactly. if you have a lot of money, setting up a tour is not easy getting a bus, getting yeah. a band, paying everybody and negotiating all the various contracts for the various venues. That's a so big you've deal. Got you that mean. label. But yeah. Zach still he I mean even after he has released more and more albums his fame is coming from TikTok and it's coming from you know people being excited about that and that's where he's getting publicity from social media so people don't really listen to the radio anymore I mean to be entirely honest I I listen to it a little bit but I I could listen to the radio it depends on where you're at you know you know what it is is it when I li- when I used to listen to the radio, like up in the uh, the DC area, was it ninety uh, seven? What is ninety eight point seven WMCQ? Yeah, no, it's a great station. The problem is that when you want to listen to the radio to just listen to music, you have to listen to the radio and all of the accompanying interruptions for you know commercials. Ads and and, yeah, it's that. It's you know, if Whereas I you can to now go on to, to, Spotify. to Spotify and just say, this is the kind of country music I like, and then hit like, 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 so you get more and more and more. And then when you find somebody you really exactly. like, you keep, and there's, so, I mean, I could see where, you know, especially when you're in places where radio doesn't, the reception's not good. You might not have a real, mm-hmm. you know, we're in Oklahoma. Yeah, there's probably very few not country stations, but when you're yeah. in, California or Washington DC there are only one or two depending on where you're at and then you really then you're struggling exactly so he's really you know kind of showing that he's releasing more and more albums he received the ACM award for new male artist of the year he's now been nominated for a CMA award for new artist of the year um Wow, he, he reminds says, me of that other guy. Oh, wait, that other guy didn't get any of those, did he? I don't know who you're talking about. Church. Oh, you mean Entertainer of the Year winner, Eric Church? Oh, did he finally win one? Yeah, in 2020. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Make your faces. <laughs> I just saw so Eric play, and I just want to say he's amazing. Yeah. So Zach yeah. Brown's been winning awards. He's he's up there. So I mean, that, that, he's released that's a new really album. Kind of the, the amount of time that he's gone from, you know, singing on the ship, <laughs> singing with his buddies. Uh huh. Posting on the YouTube, then off, you know, then starting creating albums and getting, you know, I mean, that's that's impressive, you know, to be able to build up a, a following that way that leads to, I mean, that's really pulling you out yourself up by your bootstraps. Huge success. And, and doing it. I mean, um, he's now. I mean, you have to there's, there's talent there, obviously, but you know, for him to realize and be able to stay on top of that, you know, leveraging social media as a mechanism mm-hmm. for propelling your your career, you know, to get, you know. You have to have talent for it to work, and he clearly does. So, yeah, he does, and he's only gonna keep going. I mean, his latest album well, has he doesn't pull a sold Morgan so Morgan much. Or, you know, uh, well, uh, see, here's Wallen, Morgan Wallen. That's his Morgan name. Wallen. Powerful, I guess. I doubt that he is. Um, as I mentioned, because I mentioned this uh, in our last episode when we were talking about Marin Morris, he is a fairly liberal guy, um, and when we talked about like the Bud Light controversy with Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney, Mulvaney. See, I can't remember the name. He, um, Travis Tritt went on Twitter, Twitter to like say all these things about her and blah blah blah, and was like, Bud Light, this isn't okay. Zach Bryan went back at Travis Tritt and was like, dude, chill, blah blah blah. And they eventually were like, oh, we're playing a festival f- together. Let's sit down and have a conversation. And they did. So, like, this is one of the other things where I really respect Zach Bryan is he's very about having conversations versus just yelling and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But uh, he's currently, he started dating a woman who is a podcaster called, uh, uh, her. what's her name? Brianna La Palegi. They were, so I don't actually know who he's dating because this was the, I think he's still dating her. He was dating someone else, but this is who he's currently dating. She's a podcaster. Um, if she ever wants to talk to me, feel welcome. Like, come on, we could do, <laughs> let's collab, Brianna. Um, we're both podcasters. We could be besties. Introduce me to Zach. Blah, 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 blah. I want your man. Um, I just want to know him. I don't want your man. I want to know him. <laughs> exactly. Um. And then recently this year, he was actually arrested for obstruction of justice in Benita, Oklahoma, where he was, they were like, I've seen the video. It was a little bit like, he was like, yeah, I was saying a lot of things. I think it was like the second time he got pulled over in a weekend and was really annoyed. And they kept being like, what's your address? And he kept being like, I don't want to tell you my address. I'm a famous musician. It's a little like, oh, it's the cops, dude. It's a little different, but I get where he's coming from. Anyway, he got arrested. He apologized. He was released. They got his bail. address. They got his address. <laughs> what have I always said about that? You know, you can be in a pissy mood. You can be in a bad way. Just be polite, answer the questions, and move on. Exactly. Or spend a night in jail and have to then apologize to the public for being an asshole. <laughs> exactly. Well, he but, sounds yeah. like a, he sounds like he's got his head on the straight. I mean, you know. Yeah. Obviously, he's he's shit. He was born in '96, so he's 26, 26. years old right now. So he's got a long yep. ways to go. Yeah. So just yeah. 
I'm excited to see what he does next. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was Zach Bryan. And he, he's on tour right now. Next week, I don't know yet. I will make a post about it later. I haven't decided. I'm like picking in between a few artists that I'm thinking about doing. Um, yeah, we I let's have a lot of artists in my team. You know, did we ever do Chris Christopherson? We did do Chris Christopherson. That's oh, okay. right, um, we did. Yeah, so I think we landed a helicopter last... on uh, um, Johnny um, Cash's lawn. Yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Good old Chris. Um, I'm thinking Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I read that a lot of books good. about him, and he's yeah. he's one of those artists where I feel like there's a lot of information out there about him that isn't necessarily true. So. Or it is, and you know. No. There's some information about him that's not true, um, mostly because everyone thinks that he was this great drinker, and he was not. He did not drink alcohol. No, he did drugs. <laughs> he did. He was a drug addict, but he was not an alcoholic. Let's get that yeah. straight. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll right, talk about so. Waylon Jennings next week. Um, until then, this has been Honky Talks with Satan. See y'all later. Hasta luego.